0: I noticed, so when, when you're connecting to Zoom, it tells me you're connecting to audio. And what first came up is it said Isaac last name here is connecting to to audio. But then there was a little blip and it said Isaac did not connect to audio. What happened?
1: I don't know. I think I forgot how to use Zoom. Uh, <laughs> you know, the thing we've been using forever now. I think instead of click, like, use computer audio, it like, uh, click the other one or click cancel or something. I don't know.
0: Cancel Culture Strikes Again. You're listening to Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments.
1: I had a lot of brilliant things to say, and then... uh... Yeah, you were excited
0: about this episode. You were texting me like you had a good feeling about this one. You couldn't wait, and you got a brain fog. Yeah,
1: and then you eat three quarters of a Little Caesar pizza, and then...
0: That'll do it. <laughs> what are you gonna
1: do with your life, you know?
0: It's that monster, uh, monster inebriation they call it. You get, you get basically just your brain goes fuzzy based on the meltiness of the monster cheese. Did you know that's the cheese they use? They use
1: monster cheese. It's the
0: only. I I really don't encounter monster cheese on a regular basis, except for Little Caesars. That's
1: weird. I also went to the library uh, this afternoon and uh, wrote a whole bunch and got my creativity out there in the notebook, which is good, but. I realized I spent a lot of juice doing that. Uh, So. You got to save your juice. (laughs) That sounds like a nice time though. Libraries are are good places to write. It was good. And I realized that they're free and they're open to the public. And people usually aren't going to be like, what are you doing there? Or buy something or leave or be disgruntled at you. And that's
0: great. As long as you're sitting quietly, who cares what you're doing? Right. I mean, don't, there are things they would probably mind you doing in a library.
1: Even if you're quiet.
0: Even if you're quiet.
1: But still, uh, that's kind of cool. And to be an adult and be like, all right, I'm going to go to the library. Sounds like a really like wise thing to do. But it's also way cheaper than a coffee shop.
0: It is cheaper than a coffee shop. You can bring your own coffee.
1: And the coffee shop's not open at 5 o'clock in the evening.
0: Which I, I think is bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know how
0: many people need like a post-work pick-me-up? I agree. To go home and make dinner and provide for their families? Well, that's when
1: you go to the bar. Not if you're going
0: to go home and be productive.
1: The overlap between the bar and the coffee shop being opened, it's like one door closes, the other door opens.
0: And the bar's open all night, and then you go to the the coffee shop in the morning. Exactly. That's the dream. That's not the dream. That sounds exhausting, actually.
1: I feel like if you owned a restaurant, you you could flip it, you know, like that, right? You could keep it open all the time, just, you know, coffee till noon and then beer till midnight
0: and then you've got when when do you open though what's how much what do s- time do you have to like reset if you're open till midnight do you sh- at midnight do you shift back to coffee yeah or do you like close till 6 a. oh you just 24 hours it's
1: every 12 hours you it's just different things, things are flowing
0: coffee, at different times every
1: 12 hours
0: when you think about it those big coffee like pots like the giant industrial ones those are basically kegs with coffee in them
1: pretty much they're not pressurized like a keg though No. Because coffee's not, like, bubbly, usually.
0: Usually? I can't... Have you had bubbly coffee?
1: I have not had carbonated coffee, no.
0: That sounds horrible. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a Starbucks... There is... I mean, Coca-Cola has a coffee iteration, What about those
1: little latte can thingies,
0: you know? I I think those are vile. Well, those are, like, energy drinks.
1: No, they're, like... If you think
0: of the Starbucks double-shot ones. Yeah. Those are are energy drinks.
1: Yeah, I guess those aren't, like, caffeinated... Er, Although,
0: they uh, have more caffeine carbonate. than a Red Bull.
1: No, I, I got carbonated and caffeinated mixed up.
0: Oh, well, it's all, it's all caffeinated. Unless you drink decaf, which I don't understand. Decaf? I'd rather drink tea than decaf. Right. That being said, I am drinking caffeinated tea at the moment. But
1: I'm drinking non-caffeinated tea, but there's a warning on the label. Let me go grab the warning on the label.
0: I'm very intrigued by this warning for a decaffeinated tea. Like... Warning this tea will not zoom you up, I don't know.
1: Okay. Warning on the label. Not for use if you are pregnant, nursing, or under eighteen years of age. That means you. Consult your healthcare provider prior to use if you are taking any medications. Have or have been have have or have had liver problems, or frequently consume alcohol. That's also you. Stop use and see a doctor if you develop symptoms. That may signal liver problems, i.e. fatigue, abdominal pain. The fatigue one got me right away. Loss of appetite, fever, vomiting, dark urine. Could just be dehydrated. Pale stools. You could have just eaten a whole cheese pizza. Yellow (laughs) eyes or skin. You could be a (laughs) sif. Not for use with alcoholic beverages. Uh, Excessive use or use with Products that cause drowsiness may impair your ability to operate a vehicle or heavy equipment.
0: No forklifts. This is
1: called Kava. Sorry, did you say, did you say under 18 includes me? Yeah, I don't know. I was just joking around.
0: Why did you say that? You're, you're misleading our audience. Uh, you got a youthful look to you. I don't. I look like an old man. Anyway, what, what is it? What are you drinking that has this excessive warning?
1: Kava stress relief. Ease tension and promotes relaxation.
0: Sorry, they have that warning on a yogi tea? Yeah. The most, like, chill tea there is? Yeah, man. It's like you it, That warning makes it sound like you've liquefied cigarettes.
1: Yeah. It's great stuff, though.
0: I'm drinking... What am I drinking? I gotta go find it now. If, if you're gonna identify our teas. It's blueberry. That's the flavor, but I'll tell you the brand, too. Maybe they'll sponsor us. I'm drinking wild blueberry tea from the Republic of Tea. Tea for balance. I don't have much caffeinated tea. It was this or English breakfast, and English breakfast at nighttime seemed silly. So
1: That's right. No breakfast at nighttime. Unless it's breakfast for dinner. Brenner. What a classic. It is a classic. Oh, that sounds really good right now. What's it, what were we going to talk about, though, before we got onto this tangent about tea? I don't remember. I know I had some things on my list. Coffee? We're talking about coffee. Libraries? Oh, right. Sip this tea at the library while you're doing some writing. It's great.
0: That's how we got there. And then we talked about the teas we were drinking.
1: Okay, we retraced our steps. Nice and easy. It keeps those under 18-year-olds away when you're drinking the, the the tea with the warning label on it, you know?
0: On the subject of... This is just an interesting tidbit. I find it just a cool little, little factoid about life. Not even life, just about a person. There's this town in the Adirondacks. And as, most towns in the Adirondacks, as you know, have very little in them by way of stuff to do. There's, like, a restaurant... A cafe, if you're lucky.
1: That's why I go to the cafe-restaurant combo. Uh,
0: This particular town, there's a big bar. I say big bar. It's sort of a sports restaurant slash bar slash it's the only place to get food in town that isn't, like, a fancy hotel on the lake or the sub shop. Uh, And there's also a diner. One diner, one big restaurant. Okay. And... A buddy of mine told me this, this tale of he went to the bar one night to drink and then he was going to go camping and, and, and he got really drunk there and there was this woman bartending. And the next morning when he was hungover and went to get breakfast at the, the diner, she was there pouring his coffee. <laughs> so he says to her, like, oh, you're the one who gave me this hangover and now you're the one who's fixing it. And I think, I don't know, there's just something really interesting in that, just the, the duality of it. I wrote a short story Based on that, and it didn't go anywhere. It was for like a a flash fiction class, and no one else could glean. I I know there's some kernel of of meaning to it. I don't know what that kernel is, but someday I'm gonna crack it.
1: That's pretty funny, man. I don't live in quite a small town like that right now. I used to.
0: You used to. That's true.
1: Small enough that there, wa- there wasn't even a bar in town. Um, <laughs> driving the next town over to get to the bar. Uh, but which is great until
0: you've been to the bar and gotta go home.
1: Yeah tricky there um i don't know if i'd want to work that like been slinging yeah that the sounds horrible all night and then you wake up and have to work at the diner early in the morning you know
0: not good time that diner does have the best pancakes of the area it's called the tamarack cafe and their pancakes are just phenomenal what town is this, town is this? inlet new york
1: oh okay Yeah, yeah yeah
0: it's on fourth lake yeah for any fulton chain fans out
1: there i have driven through it i don't think i've stopped for long but. The bar is
0: called Screaming Eagles, or as the cool kids call it, Scraggles. <laughs> they also have a used DVD shop inside. That sounds gross. It's not porno. It's not, it's not porn, most of, it. <laughs> most of it. It's like real movies. I bought a couple Blu-rays over the summer. Really? Yeah, it was X-Men. Oh, no, there were three X's on there. Shit.
1: <laughs> the triple X-Men. Oh, no. Triple X-Men. Let's, let's not go there. This is a family show.
0: I'm kidding. I didn't buy porn. It was an X-Men film, but the joke was there. Um, Anywho.
1: <laughs> I teed it up for you. Uh, what are some things on our list? Let's let's start cranking on the lists here. You had a couple things, yes. and I had at least... One of my things will take a while, we, but you... Can we talk about Squid Game yet? Have you seen Squid Game or no? No,
0: I, I'm saving it for next episode, so I I have time to watch it. You sort of sprung it on me at the end of last week. But Squid Game did inspire one of my points. You're
1: kind of missing the boat, though. It's like going away. Like the Squid Game peak is
0: Isaac. By the time this episode that we're recording right now comes out, we'll have missed that boat. So we just gotta accept it's a, <laughs> it's a boat that we're gonna miss. We're we're on the next boat out. Talking the about Titanic a bad 2. TV
1: show from a year ago. Uh, probably not that way. Speaking
0: of episodes coming out, this is a special episode. Do you know why? Uh. Episode fifty four. Oh, I was gonna say. Officially, as of this episode, half of our episodes of the entire show have been recorded in the COVID nineteen pandemic. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's impressive.
0: We recorded twenty six, and then started doing went it Went home, way. and then did it this way.
1: How many did we record at my house? Like when I was like three blocks away from you.
0: Not that many, 27 and 28, that was
1: it. Just two there.
0: And then we did 29 and 30 in one go at, at Knox.
1: Right, and then I left. And
0: it's been this, it's yeah. been this since then. Wow. We did two when I was at camping. Yeah, anyway. It's kind of cool. Yeah, um, we're getting good at this.
1: Yeah, that is pretty sweet. Anyways.
0: You had some stuff on your list too. I do. Um. I know Squid Game was on there. I, I think, honestly, next week, we could devote the whole episode to Squid Game and just have a Squid Game episode.
1: That'd be good, man um
0: uh we've got we've got help isaac pay the bills which is from a month ago when i yeah. said no episode because i was sick as shit
1: yeah uh not covid though well i'm alive i'm safe that means a little less now because it's like we're about a week into the month here not when this comes out yeah but i'm not gonna tell you which month so
0: oh that's true there you go I and mean, we're talking about squid game so it might give it away
1: <laughs> maybe um, <laughs> if it fades this episode comes past. out in 2023. So I was gonna have people uh, remind me to pay my bills. That, that was like a, both for you and for me, cause I, I knew I need I forgot to pay my bills that week. And if I didn't, I'd go into the woods and then like miss them all. So it was like some accountability there which is no longer necessary. Um, arbitrary adventures though, I do have a couple stories on. Um, we at this show are a big fan of Bo Miles and his arbitrary adventures. Uh, This is true. Sometimes less arbitrary, like trying to get to work is great, but deciding you want to do it by somewhat not so paddleable waterways is pretty entertaining and pretty arbitrary. So I've been doing some arbitrary adventures of my own, one of which happened a couple weeks ago that that sparked that comment, and one of which happened yesterday. The one that happened a couple weeks ago, so where I work for the CIA in the woods the woods cia we camp at these like random points in the woods right
0: and then you say random are these like specific points or you just hike until you're tired and set up camp
1: no they're specific points
0: but there's but they're they're not like campgrounds they're they're only
1: cia cia special spots yeah now I, and they're like following somewhat of a trail but like they're off the trail you're not like camping around right the trail because that wouldn't be like very lnt you know stands for leave no trace those that aren't in the <laughs> I, cia lingo
0: that rolled really well have you used that abbreviation before or LNT? Is that you're trying to be cool for the listeners no lnt is i've like, always i've always said it fully i've always said leave no trace it feels i don't know it feels very like this is my mission this is my my sacred mission really leave no trace yeah i, I don't know it feels very cool to say the whole thing it's almost but like lnt is very suave like
1: lds but lnt <laughs> you know lsd yeah Three letter acronyms with an L at the beginning. Anyways, so I figured out looking at the map that between the furthest two points apart from each other are 30 miles. There's a bunch of points in between, but like, you know, the the polar opposite ends are 30 miles. So I wanted to hike that in one day. Now, these are random points. They're very arbitrary. They only mean something to, you know, those inside the circle. Everybody else, they're like, it doesn't matter. But I wanted to do that because I think it'd be fun. Turns out they're not exactly thirty miles, which is kind of disappointing. They're like twenty eight point nine or something.
0: That's infuriating.
1: I know, but it is what it is. It's arbitrary for a reason, and I kind of learned that you can't like, you can't like switch the goals on yourself. You can't be like, oh, I want to hike from this point to this point, or do you want to hike thirty miles? If I want to hike thirty miles, I can go do that, you know. But the goal was to hike from this point to that point, and I accomplished it, so I have to be pretty happy with that. It was a long day, took me like 10 hours, Uh, saw a whole bunch of people, I think I saw 35 people on my hike, and five of which were on horses, which was cool. Um, And I successfully sneaked past all the other agents in the woods, which was very tricky that's
0: a sign of being a good agent
1: yeah and they have dogs that can sniff me out because they know me
0: i didn't know you guys had dogs there i mean i
1: i get why but that's wild not only did i sneak past the humans i snuck past the dogs too well done now unfortunately i can't tell more about that story because it's a secret cia story Uh, right but
0: um oh no there's a there's a a red laser on on isaac's forehead oh no he said too much no um (laughs) That this was is the final cool. episode of ketchup Cast. enjoy
1: that's a very fun arbitrary adventure that's really cool now the other arbitrary adventure was also kind of inspired by beau miles paddle to work in that every place that i've lived besides where i grew up like where we grew up there's been a black river which has been like real close to where i've lived in the adirondacks in vermont There's always been like a black river, and there's a black river here too in Wisconsin. There's probably several, so I don't think it's giving away where. I think there's
0: black river is probably one of the most common names of things.
1: Now the reason it's very common, especially up north, is because the spruce trees and the white pine trees give off their tannin, and the hemlock trees. Oh, yeah. And kind of dye the river black. So especially further north, there's a lot of black rivers because they just see the blackish water and ah black river. So I hadn't canoed on this black river yet. So that was my goal. I wanted to canoe on the black river. And I wanted to start somewhere closer to where we work and canoe down into town, which was pretty cool. The problem is, A that's like pretty arbitrary and like doesn't really mean anything. B the river is not really one that you can paddle. <laughs> it's like do you remember oh. like the first like I I rewatched it this morning. But do you remember the first like 30 minutes of, of the paddle to work film by Bo Miles. He's just like dragging the kayak from puddle to puddle, generally following the course of the river. Most of the time having to hop fences and go through farms. And that was what a lot of our paddle was <laughs> yesterday. Oh, good. Fun. It was great. Um, and about like an hour into it, we kind of checked our watches and the GPS and realized, Whoa we have not been making the progress we thought we were going to make. Like we even like hung out beforehand, like thinking it was going to be easy. There's your five mistake.
0: There's your mistake. And we're
1: like, Oh, we can shoot the shit for a while. And you don't, catch you up. don't shoot the shit till the shit is done. Exactly. So we ended up getting back kind of late. Uh, but it was super fun to battle through all of that. Um, met some nice cows along the way. Uh,
0: I mean, that's the sign of a successful adventure right there.
1: It was not fun in the moment, but we got to this point about three quarters of the way through where the river goes underneath the road. And we we're thinking, man, can we just, like, bail at this road and, like, hike back to the car and go home? <laughs> like, why do we have to keep doing this? We kind of, me and my paddling friend had a discussion of, like, you know, we're not going to want to come back and do this. Like, this is too miserable. We're not going to do this again. But we really want to paddle this into town and finish at the right spot. So either we suck it up and finish it and know that we don't have to do this ever again. Or we bail now and know that we have to come back and suffer through this whole thing again. Like, okay, I guess we're going to finish it. There you go. And, and uh, it was not any easier. But uh, just knowing that you're like, all right. I'm going to accomplish this. I'm going to make it into town. We're going to get, you know, like it goes right into the heart of town, which is kind of cool, right? Into the city park, which is sweet. That's neat. But it was like, oh, man. You'll <laughs> feel so good when I finish this one.
0: And that's that's part of adventure too, right? Is, is facing, I mean, we all, we're, we're fans of the hero's journey here at Cast. We all know you got to go through the darker part before you get to the, the treasure on the other side, the elixir.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So you got that elixir. It was good. And now you've you've returned triumphant, but changed also. Just like Joseph Campbell said.
1: Definitely changed. Definitely um thankful for deeper rivers, yeah.
0: How shallow was
1: it? Like Well, here's the paradox is that you have, Were you guys you were
0: guys were canoeing? Were canoeing. the two of you in the canoe? Okay.
1: We're using my canoe and I had muck boots on. You know how like tall muck boots go, like mid-calf, right? Mm-hmm. Now, like mid-calf is like a great height for a boot, but The draft of the canoe is such that fully loaded, like when you sit in the canoe, that's like about the same draft as the canoe, meaning that the bottom of the canoe is touching the water at mid-calf level. So you get out of the canoe because now the boat's touching the water. You got to get out, lighten the load, and then, you know, either carry it over the obstacle or kind of float it around or whatever, and you set your boot in the water, and now you're right at mid calf level
0: oh shit yeah
1: right at the top of the boot hmm. so now you have to pick your way on the slightly taller rocks to find your way to walk through the river to then get to a spot that's now over calf deep but now you have to be careful because your boot's going to go in but you have to hop in the canoe like it, it's kind of playing that game constantly yeah so that that's a good way to describe it and then there's points where the alder is kind of come in on the river on either side and there's like the deep channel in the middle but then like all their branches are just coming to grab you we did go under a couple fences which was kind of cool and uh scary because i'm pretty sure they were electrified oh good
0: thing you were sitting on the water
1: well we weren't we're standing oh (laughs) because it was too it was too shallow (laughs) yeah there was one point (laughs) where we're going over some like farmer some farmer had like made this like ramshackle bridge over the river with like railroad ties and high beams and stuff and we're like man we can we can shoot it under the under the bridge like the bridge is tall enough but wouldn't it be terrible if we got stuck like if the canoe ran aground under the bridge because now it's too short for you to like get out of the canoe and like stand up and move the canoe out so we ended up getting stuck under the bridge of course because that's like how it
0: right right why would it be easy
1: yeah um well, actually, the, the back person didn't, but the front person did. So the front person was able to maneuver it, you know, and the back person was able to, to stay in the boat, just get really low. And um, yeah, it was just like constant problem solving like that of like, all right, paddle for two or three strokes and then, okay, onto this next bunch of rocks. How are we going to get around it? How are we going to not get our boots wet? I think both of us had our boots wet by the end of the, you know, just water went over the top. And right just got to live with it but luckily it was a warm enough day that we were doing good i mean it it's been really warm here it's november and it was like 60 degrees today and the other yeah here
0: too it was beautiful so crazy it's been cold up until now though so you've been having nicer weather than i have
1: yeah but again a very arbitrary adventure that is pretty pointless and kind of stupid but feels really satisfying to get done you know
0: yeah that's that's the way to do it i went on a impromptu adventure over the weekend. It not. wasn't quite arbitrary. It was So I, I got my hair cut this weekend in town. So it was like an hour walk to get to this barbershop. So it's it's out of the way, but it was the closest barbershop. So that's where I went. Uh, significantly, it's right where we went when you came to visit. It's where we went for dinner. Oh, it's that nice. same area. Right. So it's close enough. But there's this little park there along this creek. Like a, a hiking trail along this creek that... Is pretty, it's not like isolated, but it feels isolated.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And I went, I hiked part of it last December, so about a year ago. And it's just this one trail that goes along this creek. And it's, it's cool. This creek's really deep. People go fishing in it all year round. You can always see people in waders and stuff just right in the middle of these rapids, which is kind of fun. But it's very muddy. And I remember I got a little bit ways there a year ago and just slipped and just ate it and was covered in mud. And I still had to walk home, so I bailed there and just left because I wasn't, I didn't want to, it was gross. Uh, and I was walking home from my haircut over the weekend, and I passed a sign, like a like a very sketchy, like yard sale kind of vibe, handwritten. It said Honey Creek Trail, right next to the sidewalk, it was sort of out of the corner of my eye. I was checking to find the nearest Starbucks, actually, on my phone, and I just noticed it out of the corner of my eye. I couldn't tell if it was like, an official trail or just like, someone's backyard, but I decided to go for it. It, it weaved through the woods and ended up spilling out into the same park that I'd never finished the trail in. Nice. So I ended up like, why not? Just go down the trail, see where it ends. And I thought it would loop around or like spill out into like the town again. It didn't, dead ended at the, at this creek. But it was cool. It was, there was this like wooden bridge, like a, a trestle bridge kind of thing. It was beautiful, I mean, it, it, nothing special, but it was cool to sort of complete this this adventure that I'd started a year ago and, and that I didn't plan on, on finishing that day, but ended up stumbling into.
1: That's pretty cool, man. That's nice.
0: Saw some dogs, and there's this like wooden, it's sort of a boardwalk along this pretty steep uh, embankment by the creek. I don't know if it was built this way or if it just has over the years sort of been moved by Rochester Winters. But it, it just like it's different elevations and shifts and it's, mm. it's all over the place, uh, so probably safer to do now than in the winter when it's covered in ice. Right. Because if you slipped off it, you'd be in the water, uh, and probably would be cold. Uh, but that was that was a fun little adventure. Nice, dude. Ended up walking like seven miles on Saturday, just between that and, and getting my hair cut. So it was a good time. You also put uh, the, the other object on your list, and I've been trying to <laughs> determine what. You mean by this, and I think I figured it out. Okay. Uh, the One Pot Life. And I think yes. it, you're talking about a pot of coffee. That's my guess. No. Let me show you. Okay. Another show okay. I can
1: tell on a visual format. We're really doing really oh, good. Never mind. I just remembered I can't. It's in my car.
0: Uh, you just have to describe it really well. So, the listeners and I are getting the same experience.
1: Well, this kind of sparked from being at my friend's house. So I... When I moved into this house, I bought a bunch of dishes. Actually, I brought them from home. They're like the dishes I grew up eating on as a child, which is kind of cool. And bought a bunch of silverware and like bowls and all this kind of stuff. Cooking ware from Walmart, whatever. Pantry full of stuff. Now, I have a terrible problem of not doing the dishes. And the dishes will just pile up. I have like, you know, six bowls there there.
0: You should see my stove right now. I've got a pan a cookie sheet and a pot sitting on there that need to be washed. So.
1: And I use a bowl at breakfast and I just put it in the sink and then it doesn't get washed and then I just use another Do you have a bowl. dishwasher? No, I don't.
0: Oh, see, I do. I think that's why I do dishes more than you do then.
1: It's terrible. So I got to do them all by hand. Now, I realized that in my life at work as a CIA agent, I only eat out of one bowl and cook out of one bowl and live life out of one bowl. One pot, one like bowl pot kind of. It's like this big if it's a good hearty meal, any more food in there. And you probably won't be able to eat it all in one sitting. It's great. It's metal indestructible. And I was like, I clean that after every time I use it because I know I'm going to need to need it at dinner. And I clean it after dinner. Cause I know I'm going to need it at breakfast. Like I just, it, it's so simple. Why don't I just do that at home <laughs> and not have dishes pile up in my sink? So I did all the dishes and put them all away. And I was like, I'm going to commit to trying to live out of this one bowl, which is like totally a lazy and like bachelor kind of thing to do.
0: You're in your 20s living alone. I think that's what's expected of you, required of you even.
1: (laughs) But it worked. I just washed that bowl and then ate the next meal out of it. And I even like cooked in it, like made some tomato soup in it, made my mac and cheese in it. Like I used other, like I used the frying pan and I used like the bigger pot but, like, I'm only dirtying that one bowl if I'm, like, eating out of it. I'm not going to, like, dirty another bowl in the kitchen. And then, you know, it's just, like, it's great. So I kind of did that this week, which was good.
0: Now, what about utensils? Do you... do you
1: I tried to use one spoon and one fork. Okay. At work, I have, like, a wooden spoon that's kind of nice that I carved. But a wooden spoon doesn't really work to eat, like, salad or, like... I, I don't know if you're a maniac and eat mac and cheese with a spoon, but... Uh...
0: Don't start this again. It depends on the shape. You're not going to eat shells with with a spoon a fork okay, you not gonna, you just can't shells
1: with a spoon i can contest but the little noodley ones the, the little noodle the little macaroni
0: noodle that's the worst mac and cheese all the good mac and cheeses you can get are in other shapes because no. they hold the cheese better
1: <laughs> that's the classic though
0: don't become set in your ways don't forget to look forward if you get trapped in the classics you'll never change and evolve as a person <laughs>
1: Uh, the future is the birth of
0: a nation is considered a classic film it's a wildly racist film we shouldn't hold that up as a a paradigm of of cinema
1: you don't think classic does classic come without any like value judgment is it only an age thing well i think we can't go down this
0: rabbit hole you get got me onto a cinema rabbit hole like
1: it's not like our our economics teacher in high school being like it's classic
0: well no it it depends on it really depends on the person what classic means to you to me classic means having importance having relevance culturally
1: i think sometimes it means the opposite
0: you think classic has to be esoteric and and have no no impact on the
1: future well i think shakespeare is a classic like i think of a classic like literally every
0: story ever written can be traced back Every story post-Shakespeare can be traced back to some Shakespeare thing. True, but... The man d- defined the English no, language. I,
1: I agree. It's very important. But it's not, it's not in the... Uh, oh, what's the word? It has Geist in it.
0: It's not zeitgeist?
1: Pol- poltergeist. Zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, in the,
0: it's in the Poltergeist.
1: <laughs> the Poltergeist.
0: I think Shakespeare um, is in the, in the Zeitgeist. How many fucking Romeo and Juliet stories have there been? How many Lion True. Kings have they made? It's that's Hamlet.
1: Yeah. Actually,
0: but, Lion King did Hamlet and Romeo and Juliet because Lion King Two is Romeo and Juliet. But West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet. Like it's all that's. There's a new West Side Story coming out next year. Like
1: okay, I get it. That, Shakespeare
0: is the zeitgeist.
1: Uh,
0: Shakespeare is the poltergeist. I don't, I don't we have, have to, to get rid of him. He's terrorizing my apartment.
1: I don't want to have to go into defining what the zeitgeist is. So no. So I, think no. We're gonna, I think we're gonna move on. But that's my one pot classic lifestyle going
0: on that's a good that's a good challenge what do
1: you think you you could do that
0: i mean i've got a dishwasher so i have no need to
1: (laughs) all right fine i gotta just
0: load it up i go i drink i use one mug a different mug every day because i can
1: it helps though that you can cook food in that pot and eat that
0: that is nice have you
1: have you considered an instant pot uh I have a microwave and i never use it
0: my microwave is my butter melter that's all it is
1: <laughs> at this point so i assume i would probably never use an, an instant pot either i try not to have leftovers that's the thing man is i i really try hard yeah to your
0: your your lifestyle doesn't lend itself to leftovers i'm all about leftovers yeah i don't like cooking when i come home from work so it's easy to just throw something in, in the oven or in the air fryer the pizza reheats in like three minutes in the air fire and it's perfect fair enough so that's nice Assuming I leave enough pizza to be left over, lately I've been just chowing down the whole thing. Yeah, me too. That's all right. We're growing, boys. We're really not anymore, actually. We're grown, boys.
1: Uh, sure. I don't know. You think we're still growing? (sighs) I don't know. Uh, my, this tea's hitting me, man. I don't know what about this tea, but it's,
0: uh... Isaac, don't you dare operate heavy machinery.
1: (laughs) Get away from that forklift, Isaac! I feel like this podcast, uh... Qualifies has heavy, heavy machinery. machinery. <laughs> um,
0: I, won't t- I won't tell the, uh, the Yogi T people.
1: Yeah. Made with organic carbopod. Carbopod.
0: What's carbopod? I don't know. It sounds like a Pokemon.
1: This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease.
0: All right. But it makes you feel good. That's the important thing.
1: Does this one have a saying on it?
0: I love a good tea saying. Mine doesn't have. Mine's just a, a little circular bag. It's not. It doesn't have a tag or anything. I have so. to fish it out. Nothing. There we go. A You're look. a leave the bag in kind of person too.
1: I'm gonna just uh, throw the whole thing in, type person, tag and all. <laughs> I like to dip. I like to sort of stir with the tag. Uh, let's see. May this day be the day to lead us to peace, to enjoy, to happiness, and to joy, which hearing the word peace, if you don't have another thing to cover off on, I got something to talk about. Please. That's right in our wheelhouse, in our imaginary captain's ship wheelhouse. And this segment is called Disturbing the Geese Peace.
0: Oh, shit, I'm into this.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) we did this crazy paddle, right? You know, through the swamp and farm fields and electric fences and all this kind of junk. And we finally get down to the... the uh the the city park and in the city park my friend's like dude there was a ton of geese over there we should go pester the geese it's like dude i don't want to fight hundreds of geese and he's like no all we gotta do is just paddle around the corner there's gonna be a huge thing of geese i was like dude there are not gonna be any geese there they probably left they were there this morning but they moved on anyways sure enough we turn the corner and there is hundreds of geese out on this end of the pond now I'm thinking you know how geese act in a herd as soon as one moves they all shift that way and he's like dude we should make this geese flock like we should like paddle up to the geese and see what happens
0: I'm so afraid of where this story is gonna go like I, I get that you you live because I'm talking to you but I feel like you're gonna die in this story just based on my knowledge of geese and my experiences with geese We're gonna
1: get in so much trouble dude we can't do that he's like who said we can't do that? Like there's there's nothing wrong with that. I said, yeah, but they're going to make so much noise. There'll be literally a flock of over a hundred geese flying through the city. Like we're going to get arrested or something. I don't know. There's just like something wrong about that. That we're going to get like charged with like disturbing the peace or like disorderly conduct via geese or something. <laughs> I'm trying to take a sip of this tea, and you keep making me laugh. It's just like, uh, dude, I don't know. I think a funny thing too is that there's a family like taking you know, like a family fall portrait on the side of the the lake too, <laughs> and like you know elderly people out for a walk, just like a lovely evening.
0: And you guys were gonna ruin every single one of these people's day, and then,
1: and then we ruined it. We paddled up to the geese and literally the cacophony of geese (laughs) and the just the cascade of like the first geese like needs a little bit of space and starts flying and starts getting away and then like the geese around it and then just just the domino effect takes over Hundreds of geese take flight. Uh, my friend later said that it blocked out the sun, which is a complete lie.
0: <laughs> Got to embellish a little bit, though.
1: And as soon as they start taking off, we're like, oh, yeah, we should get out of here. So we started paddling back to the car. It's just like, oh, my God, man. And we thought about texting other friends who live in the city to look up and see the flock of geese <laughs> and to tell them that we caused that. But then we thought better of it. We didn't get in any trouble, but it was uh, pretty. I thought we were going to. To to get arrested for, for disturbing the geese piece.
0: Sometimes you got to disturb the geese piece. I've, I've talked before about the, the pond that I walk by to work every day and, and how it is a a goose paradise, a goose homeland. I don't know, but every once in a while, you'll see the geese crossing the street as a family. So you've got the parents in the front and back and all the children in the middle and traffic stops for them. People aren't assholes. But the geese are so unbothered by the fact that they are holding up everyone's commute. And they just walk across, and it's, it makes me laugh every single time. There were like 20 geese crossing the road one morning, all on foot. And probably like a 10, 15 car pile up behind them just waiting, all wailing on their horns. And these geese did not care. And they just crossed very slowly. I remember thinking at the time, like, oh, this is really funny. And then I realized that my path was going to intersect with these geese. And the thought of having to cross paths with 20 geese on foot was a little less funny. I don't think that's a fight I can win. Uh, But they ended up going, once they crossed, then they took flight and landed in the pond, you know, after they made the dangerous part of the journey on foot. That's my my most recent goose story.
1: Plenty of geese all around.
0: I'm getting real sick of them, though. I feel like they should all be going south by this point.
1: They're getting there. They'll be heading south pretty soon. If we keep on having this warm weather, though, they'll stick around long. And then the snow will come and kill them all. (laughs) Are you excited about winter coming? Are you, like, ready? Or no? Do you want more 60 degree days? It depends on the day. I would love more 60
0: degree days. Today was beautiful. I sat down by the canal and drank my coffee on my lunch break, and it was incredible. Yeah. But that first night where I had to turn the heat on and put a sweatshirt on, it was so cozy. It was so nice. I am ready for more nights like that. Yeah. Although, I'm sure my tune will change in February when it's been cold and dark for months and months but
1: yeah last winter kind of got to me i I was ready for last winter to be over with but
0: last winter yeah last year just so much of it piled up and then the winter was so unforgiving
1: yeah i I think that was probably most of it was wanting some change to to be able to get outside again
0: yeah because you can't do much that's the problem yeah since i'm carless there's even less i can do carless at least now i can hop on a bike there you go and, and ride but not when it's 25 degrees out oh sure you can and it's snowy and sl- not on the roads they're gonna be full of salt and muck and who knows what else
1: there's people who like bike to work every day
0: they have different tires than i do though they've got like those thick mountain bike tires there's different tires for your winter biking i mean you need a different bike my wheels are not built for that get a fat bike get a fat bike a, a big wide bike a big fat wide bike yeah yeah those are kind of cool it's like it's like, you know, walking on ice, you got to sort of lower yourself and and walk a certain way. Mm-hmm. Same with a bike. You don't want to have your your road bike, your, your really thin road bike.
1: Yeah, I guess that I want to have sense. something
0: with some heft to it.
1: Well, I'm just going to live with this one mountain bike for now and see where it goes. Sounds like a plan. Yeah.
0: I think I took my last bike ride recently and that's sort of a bummer. I didn't realize it at the time, but really? I don't think it's going to be this warm anymore. Oh. Huh. Not my last bike ride forever for the season.
1: <laughs> Shit, I got I got real dark. Uh I bet you'll get and, that's when, one. and that's
0: when my feet fell off. It was tragic.
1: It's when the
0: I locked the door to the garage, and then my feet <laughs> just fell off. No
1: more feet. No more, no more feet. Riding. Um, I have to drag myself across the floor every day. Stop. The uh, I was going somewhere. Now you made me forget. Uh, man, sorry. I think the tea in in the combo with the pizza, just like weird vibes you know
0: you've got that thanks that post thanksgiving dinner energy
1: yeah but then this this doubled with the relaxation of the tea relaxes you so much you can't even operate a vehicle and you also just ate thanksgiving dinner which would you also can't operate a vehicle after just one correct make that clear. that's why people crash on the couch after thanksgiving
0: put a football game on and just just yeah or if if you're me, put on the first Christmas movie of the season. Oh really? When when do you start your your holiday celeb? When when is it appropriate in your mind to start? I don't Christmas know Christmas music. But we'll right say. now
1: it's too early. I'm getting like Christmas themed ads, like oh, slightly Christmas themed ads. They're not like hitting you over the head with Christmas yet, but they're like, get this new thing for the holiday season. It's coming up, but uh yeah, it's too early now.
0: My kids at work today were all unprompted, they were just playing, and then someone started singing Jingle Bells, and then they all did, and that's all they sang the rest of the day.
1: Yeah, but a kid could do that in January, in in July, and I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, but they chose November 8th, and it just feels too early. July, Christmas in July's a thing. That's I feel like that's a thing.
1: True, I did that at camp for many summers, but
0: still. I remember, when, speaking of Christmas at camp, there was some summer where we decided that it was actually December for a week, for some reason, and so we, like, celebrated December for a week. Nice. But when it reached the fictional Christmas day, somehow the, the CITs got a hold of the camp director's, one of the camp director's Christmas decorations, and it was this big light-up Santa Claus you would put in your yard. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing glows, and it's huge. And I didn't know they'd done that, so I was walking to the staff lounge one night to go use the Wi-Fi or something. And I look, and it's all dark out because it's nighttime, and it's a summer camp. And I look in one of the windows of this this cabin where all the lights are off, and I just see this giant glowing Santa Claus. (laughs) And it is genuinely, to this day, one of the most unnerving things I've ever seen. It looked like it was almost hovering, just glowing in this this room. And the next morning, they brought it to breakfast and put it on the Lazy Susan and just spun it around slowly. Nice. So it was like this possessed Santa Claus. That's
1: my Christmas story. That's pretty weird, man. I'm thinking that I'm thankful that I convinced you to work for a summer camp.
0: You convinced me. Yeah. You played a part. I don't think you can take sole credit for that.
1: Uh, I can take more credit than anybody else. What about the 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 friend who actually recruited me? Yeah, but I've been working at a summer camp for years. You've been
0: whispering in my ear all these years. Yeah,
1: I I planted the seed that would then be one I'm, I'm glad person. you've
0: you've planted that seed. That summer camp ended up being a really good thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was it was a great fit for you.
0: Only got the two years of it though. And then last year, but that wasn't really a summer camp.
1: I knew you would like it, man. I knew you would you would dig it. You really only did two years. I was
0: thinking that, I feel like you and I, yeah, 2018, 2019, we're both really good at camp, but, like, different parts of camp. True. Like, you're really good at, like, the activities, like, outdoor things, and I'm really good at just, like, the goofy, nonsensical, living on cloud nine constantly kind of thing.
1: Yeah, you are very good at that. I'm not very good the at that.
0: The, I, I'm, you're good at like the, the outdoorsman side of camp. I'm good at the theater kid side of camp.
1: We'd make a good the team. The performative
0: man. aspect. We would make a good team. Yeah. We should open up a summer camp. No, that's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that type of work. No, I don't want to do that at all. But we'd we'll make a good team doing something. Making a podcast, I guess. I
0: I mean, we've got at least three listeners. so Three? Wow. My mom calls me sometimes.
1: She says, I was just listening to Ketchup Cast. <laughs> that's that's uh, our two moms, and then one of us listens to the podcast once.
0: <laughs> More, I think you're the one that is counting because I just I listen to it when I edit it.
1: Yeah, probably me. Wow, this is, this is great, man.
0: I get to hear all the stuff I cut.
1: There you go, the uncut.
0: There was an, a, an episode where I cut like a ton of stuff we said.
1: Subscribe to us on uh, Patreon to get the uncut version. <laughs>
0: No, that stuff's never seen the light of the day. It was, uh, it was our last episode before the pandemic started, oh, and really? we'd just gotten back from Peru. Oh yeah. And I made a bunch of jokes, and 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 we both were like, "Oh, COVID, <laughs> you gotta watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's just the flu." <laughs> and then then I hadn't edited it, and then the pandemic hit. So there's some very creative cutting I did. Well, that's that stuff convenient was though. You
1: had that time.
0: Yeah. Time otherwise, we would have it would have aged very poorly. Good thing none of our other things have ever aged poorly. Well, like that time the, the prince died and we made fun of him. <laughs> that, was, <laughs>
1: that
0: was pretty funny though. We had
1: no I, ill intention. Either. No.
0: I I, was, I remember editing it because it was after he died when I, I was editing it and I said his name and I just like, oh my God. That
1: yeah, was pretty funny.
0: And there was no, because it, it, what we said there informed the next like 15 minutes of podcast so I couldn't cut it out. So
1: Nice. Do you have um, anything
0: else on your list?
1: I don't think I. Was, I just went to look. I don't think I have anything else on the list. Uh, you had a couple more things.
0: One of my things is very short and boring. The other thing could be a very long discussion that maybe is better saved for a Squid Game episode.
1: Squid Game, yeah, the Hunger Games and the Squid Games. Well, it's it's
0: not it's not the Hunger Games. It's the Hunger Games I participated in. Oh, I was going to share a story of that. Should I? How much longer we recording? At camp? We just hit. No, what? this was a thing in high school I did. In high school? I feel like I got I to gotta do it now. We've, we've Wait, wait, wait.
1: Hunger Games in high school?
0: So we, we went to high school with a guy named Zach.
1: Yes, okay.
0: And he lived out in, in a town nearby. Yeah. Uh, and had a bunch of, of acres of woods on his property. Okay. And I remember talking with him one day. Just about how fun it would be to, like, stage some sort of Hunger Games-esque thing in his woods and see, like, how we would fare. Yeah. Uh, as a joke, like, just sort of as a, like, imagine. But he took that as, yes, we're going to do this. So he organized this uh-huh. and invited a bunch of us out to his house one weekend. It was probably in the summer. That's the only time it would work. And, yes, it was probably in the summer. And he he has this camper. This is the same place I almost died from, from smoke. Because the fire thing? Uh, okay, that I okay. talked about last episode. Um and he, he informed us all of the rules there were different resources scattered throughout the woods uh there were little bottles of water and there were bags of chips and each one of those was worth a certain amount of points uh you had to collect as many of those kay. but someone could come and kill you and take your resources uh there was also a stuffed panda in the woods that was worth like a mega amount of points like that was the golden item you had to find okay uh, and the holder of that would receive the most points and if you died, you would have to go back to the camper and wait for a certain amount of time. Turns right. out I was the only one honoring that part of the rules. <laughs>
1: Everybody else just run uh, back out right afterwards?
0: Yep. Um, and we were also allowed to choose one item. He had had like a cornucopia, basically, in the Hunger Games. He had a bunch of items we could choose from. Right. And then we all drew lots, and based on those lots, he would take us out in the woods one at a time uh, and set us loose and then wait a certain amount of time. So I, I went third, I think. And I just remember he he got me in his golf cart and we drove out in the woods. I chose a chair for like a, like a camping chair for my Good job bonus item. Good job. because I didn't want to sit on the, the ground because that's gross now, whatever. but back then high school Ethan was scared of the woods, I think.
1: Is this I imagine the same time period that this was happening. I was pretty disgruntled and more like like not attuned to this friend group a whole bunch. This was like sophomore year of high school, end of
0: sophomore year. So he dropped me off in the woods and I just took off running. I mean, I wasn't going to wait around. And I found this, like I pushed through some brambles and found this like enclosed, just like flat area where I could put my chair and was surrounded on all sides by these thorn bushes. So no one could get through without like having to push and shove, which was an advantage. So I made my base camp and set out. And it was kind of cool to like, it was, it was evening at this point, sort of dusk and just sort of creep through this, this forest sort of on edge. Yeah. And I got caught a couple times and and there were like Nerf guns also scattered around that you could find. Uh, But it was fun just goofing around. And I don't remember much of that first night. I think it was just sort of creeping around and finding stuff.
1: It was a multi-day event.
0: Yeah. So we all camped or we all slept in the trailer that night, and the next morning went out. Okay. And a couple of us had made alliances at that point. Keenan and I had made an alliance. Yeah. Uh, and Zach was there. Zach, being the guy whose house it was, he was sort of the, the game master. So he wasn't... He, he, How many other people were there? Uh, five or six. Really? Yeah, it was a bunch of us. Dang, man. That's cool. But Zach was, was neutral. He was just... You know, he was in charge of the game. But he was taking me and Keenan out to the woods because we had agreed we would be uh, a team. And... We we had drawn lots to go out first that morning, and we were talking, and, and just, and I, because this is such an intense moment. Zach says, Ethan, do you know Keenan has a secret that he hasn't told you? Okay. Like, no, no. Keenan said, no, it doesn't matter, because we'd agreed we were going to be allies at this point. We were going to share resources and, and just see what happened at the end.
1: Sure. And
0: Zach says, Ethan, Keenan has the panda. Oh, no. The stuffed panda. And I didn't hesitate. I, I shot him, like, point <laughs> blank. But my gun jammed. It was like a Nerf gun, so it didn't always work. And that was my moment. So I just booked it into the woods. (laughs) I just remember the rest of the day, like, like hiding and like hunting. But like the moment of he has the panda and just me immediately shooting him is so I wish I wish someone had filmed it. Because in my mind, it is this like intense, just instant betrayal that I did. Uh, And then we did it two more times. We did a winter version, which wasn't as fun. Wait, you did this two more times? Yeah, it was going to be like a seasonal thing. Huh. So we did a, sp- a spring version. We did a winter version, and in the winter version I fucked up my knee so bad it was numb for like three years. It's not numb anymore, but huh. we were trying to jump a creek to hide from some people. Yeah. And I my my knee landed like on the pointy side of a rock, like just slammed into it. Mm. So I couldn't walk for like half an hour. You guys must so have done a really them.
1: good job of keeping this quiet when you went back to high school, because I don't remember a whole lot of talk about this.
0: I mean, it's not like that's something you brag about in high school. Like, yeah. I was in the Hunger Games. I feel like
1: you would though. I feel like you guys. Maybe you just weren't about
0: listening. Yeah,
1: yeah. I probably wasn't. I wasn't a very good listener back then.
0: And then the third one, we almost died by fire, so they stopped after that. But
1: it was cool. That's kind of cool, yeah. Huh? We had very different experiences in high school.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was also off doing theater and making movies and stuff. True. So I was doing a lot of just nonsense.
1: I never really hung out with Zach all that much.
0: I mean, I, we don't hang out anymore. But. Sure, he's wicked smart, though. He is wicked smart.
1: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that'd be a good one to Squid Game, but apparently we can't talk about that. But
0: uh, I'm gonna watch it for next time. I promise. This like I do. I do mean it this time. I know I've done this twice with things you've asked me to talk about. <laughs> I just I didn't when you when you texted about Squid Game. I just didn't have the time. Like no, no, you're good, you man. Like I'm, four I'm days not, notice. I'm I didn't not want to. I didn't no want like, to like
1: Thinking of things I can talk about after that, and the first thing that came to my mind was Squid Game, because it's it's about childhood games that you play yeah i've seen
0: the red light green light one that's the one i've seen a lot of like memes about
1: but do you know i mean they die yeah okay okay i know i know the premise yeah okay cool 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 um
0: i don't know anything about the
1: story i know the premise because to me that was actually a little bit of a surprise when they started shooting (laughs) did you watch it before it like took off no no i just like wasn't absorbed in the memes at all i like watched it so i could understand the memes
0: Oh, uh, okay. See, I don't understand the memes. I just uh, see them.
1: Yeah, they're pretty good.
0: We can discuss more next week.
1: Ah, so so tempting.
0: Do long-distance meme review. A format that was bad when we were sitting across the table from each other and will probably be way worse when we're texting memes to each other. So.
1: It was pretty funny, though. Uh, I, I kind of like it.
0: I think it's a good segment. I just think with the, the delay, it may... The delay is hard. That can be edited yeah. out.
1: I got to remember I'm... Um... I'm talking over Zoom. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of Zoom talking anymore.
0: Yeah, me either. It's this. I've got a friend group that makes a smile. I was I was thinking about this. My only social interaction at this point in life is this podcast and Dungeons & Dragons. That's it. And work. Like, my whole social life is through Zoom now, which is weird. I Am guess I that's tired? true for me, I too. have no friends here, so it's not like I go out and hang out with people.
1: I got a couple friends here. Usually, we're doing pretty austere things, like canoeing through...
0: Austere, oh, that's a good yeah, word.
1: Yeah, that's your SAT word for the day. Uh, but so I don't know if that's really like social interaction. It's more just like, yeah. But well, it's good to good to know I'm contributing. Yeah.
0: Know? This is the only one I have proof that I do it. I don't record D and D, but this aspect of my social life, this is uploaded to the internet for the whole world to see. For everybody. For everyone. All the time. Constantly. It's, uh, it's our own Squid Game. When you think about it. Uh. I don't know if I did that right.
1: No, you didn't. <laughs>
0: next week, though. Next week, I'll do it right.
1: God dang it! Uh, we gotta keep
0: you gotta you gotta put like a teaser for the next episode in.
1: I know, but we're we're uh, setting unduly high expectations as usual.
0: What what expectations are we setting that we will talk about Squid Game? I feel like that's easily achieved. I don't know, man. Well, we gotta get out of the Squid Game rabbit hole. You have anything?
1: Um, Any last things you want to talk about? trying to think i talked about the one pot life i talked about arbitrary adventures uh i don't know i feel like that's i feel like i had more to talk about but now i don't remember so that tea
0: that damn tea it's
1: the tea man uh do you remember the T's got me thinking of something do you remember in college or in high school they showed you that consent video about the tea
0: yeah actually i do
1: was that in high school or was that in college?
0: I think that was college. I remember having to take, like, a whole course on consent in college. Which is good. Yeah, it was, but. like, a pre, like, before we got to college, we had to take it. And then we did another one at, at orientation with yeah. a group.
1: That's yeah. a good
0: video, that T one.
1: That's a good video. Somehow the, the jokes about the T remind me of that, which is, like, probably not a good thing to be joking about, the consent video. But, you know, 18. What are you going to do? you're feeling socially awkward because they're talking about sex and you're like uh don't want the tea um that was, that was a good impression that made it really that. confusing because like hey do you want to get some tea and go study later and you're like that um, person just oh my god ask if, do they mean tea do they mean tea or they mean like tea, tea you know uh yeah i remember a couple of interactions happening that way
0: I think the only f- person I ever, like, sat with, sit and drink tea with was one of my roommates slash friends. I wasn't... Yeah. I wasn't really sit. I was a coffee guy. I was always a coffee guy. We'd get coffee.
1: I've got a buddy here that who's really into tea, and it's kind of cool. Because, like, there's always different kinds of tea. He also doesn't drink, so, like, it's something for him to drink while everybody else is drinking. You know? It's warm on a cold day. I do love a nice get- cup of
0: I... Tea is my my go-to beverage when I'm writing, I've found. I can't write with coffee. It's got to be tea. Really? Yeah. Coffee makes my stomach hurt a lot. Uh-huh. And writing makes my stomach hurt a lot. Uh, so <laughs> well, it's a bad combo. How does
1: writing make your stomach hurt?
0: Because it's like, as soon as I open up Word, it's like, hey, hello, it's me, imposter syndrome. Let me make you feel uh, bad about right. yourself.
1: That's why you got to write in shitty $1 notebooks you buy at the thrift store. I do. But
0: yeah. then I got to translate my shitty writing into actual words for a book
1: yeah it's a good point i haven't i haven't overcome that hurdle yet so that's fair i wanted to write every day this month
0: not not fifty thousand words i wasn't trying to like do naNoWriMo but it was my own just like writing some of my novel this month
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and day one november 1st i sat down i was like all right i've got i have this whole scene written out in uh, by hand and i'm gonna translate it so it's good this time uh i wrote a sentence that night <laughs> It took me 3 hours and I felt like I was going nice. to throw up by the end of it. So I've not done any writing since then.
1: Oh, uh, so rough. that goal
0: has been smashed, but that's okay.
1: You just got to get the get the junk on the page, man.
0: I know. I, and and I just I can't do it. I'm such a perfectionist. I have to like have the perfect thing. Like
1: even if you just write this sentence is going to be terrible. And then you keep writing that until you figure out what to write next. But it's hard. Like- like literally when I was doing NaNoWriMo, like half of it was just like, man, I really don't want to be sitting here and typing, but I'm going to keep on doing it anyways because I'm doing NaNoWriMo and NaNoWriMo sucks. But, oh, there's an idea. Okay. And then I like write about the idea. And then like that idea floats away and I just go back to like, wow, this is dumb. I'm sitting here doing this. But like just the idea of like right. getting the... That's how I do it when I handwrite
0: thing. things is I just write whatever's in my brain. I should do that when I type too. Can I pick your brain yeah. about NaNoWriMo for a second? Sure, go ahead. You've done it twice, right?
1: Twice, yeah.
0: Tell me about that. Did you choose to do it other time or was it part of your classes?
1: I mean, everything in life's a choice. Oh. Uh, I have to remind myself of that when I do stupid things. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I did it once for fun and then once for a class. The time I did it for fun was more fun than the time I did it for the class.
0: Most things are, I would say.
1: Um, I also don't think I would have gotten as far if I didn't do it for the class. How far did you get? Uh, I think the first time I got like 40,000. And then the second time I got like 45 or 46 or something. So I've never like actually written 50,000 words in a month. Granted, I also kept a journal at that time. So there's probably a thousand words in there. I don't know. Something like that. But um, yeah. And then one... One time I did it. I'm trying to think if I ever did it by hand in my journal.
0: NaNoWriMo by hand?
1: I did it like I think I did like I don't remember. I'd have to look back, but it was probably like thirty or forty thousand words by hand in a month.
0: Jesus, Isaac. Yeah. Fifty thousand is a hell of a number to hit. That's like eighteen hundred words a day.
1: Yeah, it was not. That's
0: insane. Um, I I could maybe do that once or twice, but every day would would destroy me.
1: And I get you're not trying to. It's really just about the junk.
0: Right, you're not trying to get, like, a finished product. You're trying to get something.
1: And, like, it's more of an endurance exercise mm-hmm. than you would think. Yeah, it gets kind of weird. Because that, like, becomes your life then. Like, you're, like, you can't not think about it. Right. I was also training to run an endurance event at the time. This is a very, like, interesting part of my life where, like, November was National Novel Writing Month, but it was also the, the month I was training to run an ultra marathon in December. So it's like, running or writing. And if I wasn't running, I'd be writing. If I wasn't writing, I'd be running. Like, I had to, like, max out my life to both of those in order to, like, achieve it. And it was, like, my first semester at college. It was a very... And it was November, so that's, like, crazy finals thing. slide. You're
0: getting those last couple assignments in. That's true. My finals you...
1: were, like, chop down a tree and build a fire and stuff like that. But, stuff you've uh, done
0: before. <laughs> my finals were, like, hey, make a movie.
1: Still really crazy stuff, but still. Yeah, so it was it was interesting. Man, I haven't thought about that in a long time, so I don't know what it would be like now. I don't think I could do it now. I don't think I have the that.
0: brain capacity. I think I work, you know, I work, I'm based my life between having to, like, commute and, and getting home. Probably 10 hours of my day is just work-based. I don't have the energy to, to write. Yeah, but if you think that. about it, it
1: was kind of like that at school, though.
0: Yeah, but I was doing other wow. stuff. I was There was other stuff to, like, enrich my mind.
1: Work doesn't enrich your mind. Not
0: in a way that is productive or conducive to, like, writing.
1: I kind of felt that way at school, though. I kind of felt like, man, this isn't enriching my mind in a way that's helpful to do other things, you know? You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I I think it just depends on what what it is you're trying to do.
1: Yeah, I don't feel that enriched in my mind right now, or, like, from the work that I do now, but... It's all about figuring stuff out. I The original
0: draft, like the very first draft of The Stolen Stone that I wrote senior year of high school, or finished senior year of high school, came out at like 40,000 words, just the initial draft. I didn't hit 50,000 until mid-March this year of when the book was coming out. And the book's a little over, I think it's like 52,000.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which means I added 10,000 words, but it also took me, you know, five years to, to add those 10,000 words. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah. I was also I, mean, I was also trying to make a finished product. So it wasn't it was a different kind sure. of thing. I
1: and I also don't know if that's my style. I don't know if I like polishing the turd that much, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I like word vomiting to the point that you're like oh, I've got 50,000 words on the page but 25,000 of them are just garbage, you know. I'd like to make them a little bit better at the beginning so I can do less line editing later. Um, but then again, I still haven't found a method that I really feel like is like, i like writing my journals and that's awesome, but it's not like a product to the point that I feel like I could share it. I've like tried writing some short stories off my journals, but I never like find the right flow or like get into that enough. So I need to like get a method that's going to work.
0: I think that is the key with, with all things, but with writing, especially, you got to find your method. You got to have like rituals and stuff. We talk a lot about rituals on the show. Yeah. I find it really hard to i don't get home till six most nights and by that point like by the time i've had dinner and i'm starting to feel chill like it's too late to start writing or to start a ritual you know i'm not gonna start writing at 10 p.m
1: sure but it's it's similar to like sports events like is running a marathon gonna be your event or are you gonna be more like into the 100 yard dash or the 400 meter or the like
0: speed over distance yeah
1: yeah middle distance or whatever like it's okay to try all those things and try all the different methods, but is your game really gonna be a marathon or is it gonna be an eight hundred meters? You know, like but it's worth it and it's beneficial to your to figure out what it's gonna be to do the marathon. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: So you like, try different stuff out.
1: It all kinda of helps, but it's okay if it's not your bag to write 50,000 words in a month, you
0: know? Mad respect to those who do. You know, I wish I wish I could devote a whole month to just writing. That's the dream. I keep having these these fantasies of, like, getting a cabin out in the woods somewhere and just, like, spending the winter with my cat doing nothing but writing. I mean, that's, not, that's what happens in The Shining, and that doesn't end well uh, yeah. for anyone in that movie, uh, which I watched Probably. for the first time this past October. It's a fucking amazing movie. Like, easily mm-hmm. one of the best horror movies I've seen. I haven't seen that many... Uh, but what's frustrating to me just about writing is I did the come home from work and write every night thing. That's what I did all spring, and I got a book out of it. So I've done it. And I know I can do it. I, I remember it being hard at first, but now I, now I don't want to put the work in anymore. Now I now that I've done it, you know, it's, it's like a relationship, right? You get out of a really long-term relationship where you end, you know, at some point you were like you were – You'd, we're past the honeymoon phase. And we're in the deep. Like you know, you can't just jump in a new relationship right to deep talks. You can't jump right to like yeah. lounging around in your underwear watching TV. That kind of thing. You have to build up to that. You have to like go through the honeymoon, get to know you phases. It's like that with True. writing and with anything. You know, I I I ended my relationship with the stolen stone six months ago. Book released, and now I want to jump back into right where I was with that book. By the end of it, where I was just writing whole scenes every night that yeah. were pretty much, I mean, not perfect, but were close to it by the time I was yeah. done. Cause I had such a, you know, I was in such a good flow state by the end where I knew, I knew how I wanted things to be. And I could just sort of write ballpark of that pretty easily.
1: I think you'll get to the point though, where it's easier to get back into that. Group. I just got to do it. Yeah.
0: Like you said, it's, it's, it's like getting on a bicycle, riding a bicycle. You keep falling until you stop falling yeah we always (laughs) we always get to this like the deep by the end every single time it's good though it is good
1: every time to shower off the deep i I
0: think time to shower off the deep rinse it all All out
1: let me let me find what i can find here i saw a good one the other day but then i uh forgot about it
0: start screenshotting these have like a folder of them
1: i know that'd be great you think I would think ahead that much but I really Don't be ridiculous. I really forget this is part of a segment <laughs> until like we're doing the podcast. It's really
0: our only real segment. The rest are things we occasionally bounce back to like meme review. We bounce
1: back to every once in a while. <laughs> but shower thoughts, we're we're on it every time. Um young people probably don't know why the icon for the save button looks the way it does, like a floppy disk. Oh shit. Huh? Did you ever use a floppy disk? I don't remember. I think the first computer I ever went on the internet with took floppy disks, but I don't think I ever used them because I don't think I was, like, saving stuff. You know, I don't think I was, like, using floppy disks. But I think it, it used floppy disks, you know?
0: I had a really old Mac, like, with the big boxy Macs. Probably one of the, like
1: with with a clear tube in it. No, like the clear back. No, no, this is older like
0: than that. that. This is older like older than that. Nice. Probably late eighties, early nineties Mac that took floppy disks. And I used to play video games, not video games, but like computer games on it when I was really little. It was in my room, and it, it would, there were these games on floppy disks that you could insert. And then I think my sister shoved like a piece of cardboard in there and broke the disc drive.
1: Nice.
0: It was also you know thirty year old computer at that point. But they were fancy. They were like black and white. <laughs> line art kind of things, but...
1: Okay, I just read a funny one. Toasters don't toast toast. Toasters toast bread.
0: That, <laughs> That's like no a Dr. One, Seuss thing.
1: That one's sorted, sizes, sorted sight is from Mitch Hedberg.
0: Thank you, Mitch. I... Yeah. So, do, what, what is the threshold between warm bread and toast?
1: <laughs>
0: Color. How dark, how dark is a toast?
1: It, it's gotta have
0: some... Some brown? Uh, some brown in there do you, how do you take your toast i take mine golden brown soft enough that it's not like exploding into but, flakes but so, crunchy enough that there is a crunch when you bite it
1: it depends on the mood mood i'm not like i'm a number two
0: on my toaster that's that's my my setting that i prefer
1: my, my toaster it has those numbers but they don't mean anything <laughs> <laughs> it's just whatever whatever fate when, decides We all know it's too cheap of a toaster that those numbers, they're they're not there. Uh, I think I talked about that one. Man, am I really scrolling that back into...
0: Are we on Reddit or Tumblr? Or Twitter right now? This this is Reddit. You gotta go back to the Twitter Twitter vein.
1: Okay, maybe I'll switch over to Twitter. Um, But Twitter's weird. It wants you to, like, sign in and, like... I don't know, pay them money or something.
0: I think if they ask you for money, you can say no. <laughs> Give them their credit card number. All you gotta do sign in is put your whole social security number in. It's fine.
1: I know, right? Uh, for whatever reason, only the dumb internet challenges get super popular, like eating Tide Pods. But not the good challenges, like cleaning a beach. It's very true.
0: There's some anger in
1: that one. I know, right? Somebody's pissed off. Uh... uh this one is no noise november everyone shut up
0: Uh, that's a good one i saw a tweet today no november november sleep through it all
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see there's a lot happening in november now that i think about it everyone has the right to be offended but being offended doesn't make you right. If I had a classroom, man, that'd be up on the classroom board. That'd be like... Yeah, but we'll, yeah. with that, you were on the risk of, of coming across as one of those
0: professors who's, like, edgy. It's I, I think I would be. <laughs> You're gonna I have Joe Rogan... Like, You're gonna have a jo- uh, frame photo of Joe Rogan somewhere?
1: Uh, have an alternate Joe Rogan? No, it would be... No, I, Not I that kind of I'm just saying, like... I don't know, There was, there was teachers in our high school that were like, I don't know, they were kind of edgy, but they were good. I don't know. Who
0: was an edgy teacher in high school? When you think of edgy teachers, who do you think of?
1: Do you know the history teacher? Not the rock crusher, but the... He did, uh, Terror Trade and Foreign Policy.
0: He wasn't edgy, he was just a good teacher.
1: Well, he was edgy because he would be like, I don't care that you have to go to the bathroom. Just get up and do it. You're... He all was very much
0: a college professor transplanted to a high school setting. Like his right, classes, sure. his classes were all on that level, of like yeah,
1: yeah. He wasn't gonna they're hold your hand. Level, you had to
0: sit and take your own notes. And...
1: He treated you like an adult. He wasn't in it for BS. He wasn't gonna like hold your hand through it. He's like, if you want to be here, be here. That if man not, talked
0: so fast.
1: He did talk really fast,
0: but he was a good teacher. Like he, he, he was a good teacher. I learned a lot in his class. My favorite yeah. memory of him is when we learned about the uh, plague, he had a, a video in his PowerPoint. It was a, uh, a parody of the classic song uh, Back Girl, but it was about the plague. <laughs> and the lyrics, my favorite, this plague is bubonic. B-U-B-O-N-I-C. <laughs> and it's a clas- it just pops in my head from time to time for no reason. That's uh,
1: pretty edgy, man. I don't know, that, that's, that's the edgy teacher I could think of, but I don't know if there's any other edgy teacher.
0: No, not in like the, the, the gross edgy way.
1: Not in the like but I feel like he would have that sign above his door. If he was a teacher, he would have that hang up. He is he is you know? a
0: teacher and he doesn't have that sign. Well he's not a teacher anymore. I think he he does like government things now.
1: No, but what I'm saying is he very much had that attitude of like you have the right to be offended, but being offended doesn't mean you're right.
0: Yeah. I would agree I with that. I can
1: imagine him saying that.
0: I'm trying to think of other teachers in our high school.
1: You ever take a class with?
0: I gotta bleep her name out.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: She'd have it, but it would be it would be in like the the gross way. Hers would. Be. <laughs>
1: uh, she had the Karen haircut before it was a thing. She, oh my God, you're right. I just want to point that out, and I, and I mean that in the mostly in the kindest way possible. But like, that's what that haircut represents yeah. now. But she had it before it was that.
0: She kind of was one though. No offense to her. She, uh, she, I learned a lot from her. She was she was a good teacher, uh, but she did have that energy.
1: I think she was weirded out because I joined stage crew for, like, a day and then left.
0: Yeah, we all know why. You've to told us why, it. yeah. But,
1: like, she saw me there and was like, oh, great, you're joining stage And group. then you were like, gone. Yeah, and I just never showed up again. And, uh, I think she always kind of looked at really me funny after that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well,
0: what do you think? That's episode 54?
1: I think that's it.
0: You want to do the housekeeping?
1: I got to take out my trash tonight.
0: Me too, actually.
1: There isn't a trash night anymore. There's just a dumpster out in the corner <laughs> of the street because they're repaving the road. So I got to go do that. Take, the, take my trash out to the dumpster. And
0: while you're there, you'll probably scroll through Twitter since you're on there already with our Thoughts, and you'll find our Twitter at KetchupCast, felt like the condiment, and uh, our email, in case you wanted to send an email. I sent some emails today. Very exciting. I had to email maintenance and say thank you for fixing my apartment. But I email them for my personal email not our Ketchup cast email which has yet to receive an email listeners
1: no really? get on that that's funny
0: I want to hear what you want us to talk about you could email us and just say like talk about blankets and we we'll to talk about blankets I think they're great I've got a I've got one on my couch right now that I'm gonna gonna curl up under as soon as we finish this call as you know I'm doctor who I'm gonna enjoy that uh, but our All email right. that you should email us discussion topics not blankets because you've heard my opinion on them is uh, nocondiments at gmail dot com. Uh, you can find this podcast. I mean, you know where to find us. You're listening to us. Uh, but they a new feature, a new feature on Spotify for our Spotify listeners is each episode is going to have a little question, a little or a poll or something. Oh, really? For uh, for listeners, if they want to uh, to partake in. So last week or last episode, of our question or two episodes ago, uh, our question was, "What is your favorite sword fight in movies?" Just something related to the episode that listeners can engage in, basically, is the idea. Uh, so we'll see what this week's is. And the week's before, I guess. I haven't edited that episode yet. I've started it. I, I just hate the sound of my own voice lately, so it's been hard to listen, edit these. We should bring on a third person who, who, to Whoa. edit these for us. What? Did, could you do this all along? I mean, I, I it's a feature that I just started doing now.
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about Zoom right now. What are you doing? So you can click on your face, and I can move you around whoa what so take your cursor and click on like the center of my face and then i can move you to where i am i can have me on the left or i can have me on the right or i can have you on the left or i can have you on the right what where, what do you prefer uh I've, I've been so used to it being the other way so I can yeah i know you on the left i didn't know how this could happen uh, this, this is news to me too is, are you doing the same thing? I'm yeah. Being... Okay.
0: We gotta get. We gotta end this episode. Zooms. Zooms. Back and forth. Listeners, uh, <laughs> release us from this trap of uh, switching each other back and forth. Isaac, Isaac just left. Uh, thanks for listening, listeners. See you next time. Bye.